All right, finally, fourth attempt, and we finally got this rolling. Shout out yeah. intern Earl on this one. He uh, he's already he's already dropping the ball. We're ten seconds into this. It's only Monday, and Earl's already messing up. It's unbelievable. Dude, like, here's the thing: like you and I, we love intern Earl to death. We do. We do. I mean, I'm not going to get him anything for Christmas this year. He doesn't deserve it, but you know, <laughs> we we appreciate the. Uh, I'm going to put in air quotes here. Hard work Earl does around the upper <laughs> studios, right? Yes, we do. Uh, well, Chris, it's another, here we are, another week. How we, how, how we doing? Uh, everything's good, you know. Another week in the books. And uh, we'll see what this week brings, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. I apparently was on vacation from work again last week, Chris. So you know, <laughs> any, anything, anything's possible. Yeah. Um. So, Chris, uh, what what are we loving? So, what I'm loving is, uh, for the first time in probably like two years, I went to a uh, oh, hockey God. game, a hockey game, go. a hockey game on Friday night. All right. Well, you know, Chris, you got to give us the, you got to give us a whole itinerary here and very important detail because <laughs> I might need time to think of an think of something that I'm also loving today. So, please take your time with this. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, like like I talked about last week, the Rangers are rolling. Uh, they're six two and one, second place in the uh, Metro, thirteen points. Um, still not hitting their stride, but yet we're finding ways to win games. Igor Shazerkin has been um, a brick wall. Uh, absolutely stole that win last night for us, and it was great to go to MSG on Friday night. I thought they played their best game of the year. Uh, we won four nothing. The Garden was rocking. Um, the beers were flowing. It was a good Friday night. How many did you have? Be honest. This is a safe space. You can say anything. <laughs> uh, outside of stadium, maybe like four or five. Before I was at a bar. And then uh, in the stadium, I only had about one or two. Cause How much about, are they? They're about, the they about 15, 16 a pop. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You're better off getting a mixed drink, honestly. Because, you know. Really? At, at, at that point, you're paying the same price for a mixie. That's crazy. What? What? Yeah. You got, like, here's the thing. Like, I get it. Like, sports venues are going to overprice it. But $20 for a beer, basically? Yeah, it's the going rate. Yeah, we don't even do that in Boston. Yeah, I know. It's cheaper up there. I like it. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) I'm sure sure you you probably dropped a fat hundred on drinks alone when you went to Fenway this summer, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, but I got my money's worth. Oh, they're cheaper, like eight dollars a drink compared to sixteen. Yeah, no, they're like yeah. they're like ten bucks. Yeah. Uh, they're a lot better. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same crappy beer, but it's yeah. just it's just a little bit cheaper than what it is in New York. I can't imagine what it's at Yankee Stadium. That it's that much at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. All three stadiums are about the same. About oh 15, my god, fifteen dollars <laughs> pop. I'm going to the Giant game next Sunday, and that'll be another. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going this week. Like when we you get, said, "Hey, like we're getting ready." I was court. planning I was like, on wait it. Wait a minute! I was like, "Wait a minute!" I thought you were going to Kansas City this week. What we happened? were planning. We were planning on going, me and my girlfriend, but uh, unfortunately, with work, we weren't able to get the days off. So ah, damn work. Yeah, work sucks, huh? But I got a free ticket next week, so it'll be my last game of the season. I'll probably go to. Uh, who are they play next week? The Raiders. Ooh, another loss for you guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. What I'm loving today, this is totally weak because I I've I've dropped the ball on things I've loved the past two weeks. Um, so, Chris, you know we like to talk about hockey on the show, right? We do. We're not the most knowledgeable guys, right? Like we're like we 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 kind of show it. We're not about our yeah. teams, sure, but like the entire league, no, not really, right? <laughs> Like that's yeah, a fair. That's a fair. Joke I would like to. Say, yeah, I would say we, I don't follow every team that closely, but um, you know, I have a general idea of a lot yeah. of a lot like, of the main players in the league. And stuff like, like you that, and I have so. general ideas. Yeah. Both my hockey teams, Chris, fantasy hockey teams. I'm two and zero, oh, and it, and yeah, I lost a tough one this week. I'm one and one. Oh, uh, you lost. Oh yeah, you're in the league. I forgot. You <laughs> lost a tough one. I did. I'm two and zero, oh, and honestly, like. They were both pretty dominant wins. I know the score in one of the leagues was a little bit close, but kind of ha- kind of patted myself on the back just because you know after you know the after the Ovechkins and the Crosbys and stuff like that, 
I don't know who the heck I'm picking him. Yeah, I'm it, like, all right, this guy looks good. Up, oh, this guy's got a cool name. I'm gonna pick him. It gets tough when you start to pick players. Like, when you get into the later rounds, I'm like, oh god, here we go. Now I just gotta start p- praying to God I'm picking somebody good. Yeah, but I'm two and zero in both my fantasy hockey leagues. Can't complain. Love, um, love both my teams. I think they're I think they're doing great this year, and um, I just love the fact that I'm getting lucky so far in fantasy hockey this year. Yeah, there you go. It's a long year, but uh, two and zero is a good way to start it off. Better, uh, it's a better start than uh, you know a certain hockey team. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, I got so you had a good weekend. I did. Were you relaxed at all this weekend? Uh yeah. Actually, I was first Sunday in a while with the Giants not playing. And I was relaxed. Wow. So you weren't yeah. like feeling tired or anything like that? No, not really. No. Well, that's pretty shocking. Today I will be though. It's a Monday. Oh, so you're gonna need, you're gonna need some kind of energy today then, right? Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I got some. I got. I got. I got. I got something to ask you then. Then. You ever feel unable to focus, or you're tired, or just low on energy, Chris? You ever feel like that, man? Yeah. Dude, I understand that. In fact, I understand it so much that the Burning Chris podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure no matter what, you're gonna be focused. It will always have razor sharp and always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost when you Oh my god. Why do I trip up on this every time? You got close this time. Oh my god. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy to give you a high energy boost when you need it the most while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head on over to shockedenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN for 10% off of your order. Check out their green apple flavored box or even their watermelon flavored box. Oh, and don't worry. They ship worldwide, dude. So you can be like in like, I don't know, I'm thinking of a random kind of like France or something. And you're like, oh man, I want some shocked energy right now. Yeah. They'll ship it right over to you, man. No it's problem. Pretty, pretty cool. So go on out there and go get your shock energy today and let us help gain your focus and energy back. I cannot wait, Chris, for the week that I do not mess up on this one. I cannot wait. Yeah, sooner or later. It's all new. <laughs> it's all new. I've done it for like four weeks, four or five yeah. weeks now. It takes time. It takes time. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold my thoughts on making fun of you for that one. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the World Series, we're five games in. And um, it took the ESPN twi- uh, Instagram account five games to finally acknowledge that the World Series is happening. Um, it's a three-two series right now in favor of the Atlanta Braves. Go Braves! We don't we don't want to see the Astros win anything. They don't deserve happiness. And uh, what what are your thoughts on the World Series so far, Chris? Because we haven't really talked about it much. Not really paying attention. To be oh, okay, very with you. good. Yeah, um, I'm just. I was hoping the Braves would close it out. Just hopefully they close it out. Yeah, I feel that. You know, simple as <laughs> that. No one wants to see the the cheaters win. No, no, like I was hoping like we were we were gonna come on here today, and us just start celebrating the fact that like Freddie no. Freeman's a World Series champion and Ozzy Albies and all these guys. But no, they gotta go back to Houston and go play Game Six or uh, Game. Uh, I don't even know. Game six now, so or whatever, whatever game they have to go play. Absolutely. Let's hopefully they close it out in six, Matt. That's the plan. I know. Like I really do not want to see this go go uh go go seven games. Even though I said it's going to go seven, and Freddie Freeman was going to be the MVP of the series, I'd rather have it just end on uh, tomorrow night, just so we can just start. Making fun of the Astros for losing in the World Series again. Legit. Um, as for the series itself, uh, since Chris hasn't been watching at all, I guess I have to do the recap of it to Chris not watching <laughs> something. Um, <laughs> so back in Game One, the uh, Braves absolutely unloaded unloaded the bats. Game One, uh, six to two is the final. Uh, Solaire, I think there was a couple home runs. I think Solaire hit one. 
Um, it was a great game. Uh, you know, any and the Braves win. The big story of game one, which I'm assuming you heard this one, Chris. Charlie Morton bro- like broke his leg. Like, yeah, the game. still finished the inning. And he like that, he guy, that guy's a warrior. I don't like the guy because he was in the Astro and but uh, he killed the Yankees pitching wise. But the guy's a warrior. Yeah, like literally, the dude breaks his leg, and then he goes and strikes out like the heart of like the Astros lineup. Like, like what? <laughs> who, who can who can do that? Um, game two, uh, Astros came back and won seven to two. We, meh, screw the Astros. Game three, uh, two nothing final, favor of the Braves back in Atlanta. First time since nineteen ninety nine, the, there was a World Series game in Atlanta. Braves fans were loving it. Um, they they were absolutely having the time of their lives, and the Braves won, of course. Uh, game four. Uh, the Braves come back from being down two nothing in this game to win three to two, back to back home runs of uh, it was Dansby Swanson and then Jorge Soler again. Um, just another fantastic, fantastic baseball game. And then last night, Game Five, Astros just were just too much for the Braves to handle. Nine to five was the final. Um, started off, Adam Duvall hit a grand slam. Like it was four nothing Braves immediately, and then they just lost all offense after that. So game six is tomorrow night. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully the uh, Braves win. Let's hope so. Um, and then there was some sad news that happened in the world of baseball yesterday too, That's and so we'd be remiss if we didn't if we didn't address this, Chris. Yes. Uh, longtime Red Sox broadcaster uh, and second baseman for the Red Sox, a local guy who's from Massachusetts. Jerry Remy unfortunately lost his battle with can- his thirteen year battle with cancer yesterday at the age of sixty eight. Chris, I obviously know you're not a Red Sox fan. You didn't really grow up listening to Jerry Ramey, but this man was literally childhood. Him and Don Orsillo together. Yeah. When Don Orsillo was officially left, when he officially left Nesson, like it sucked. But like this sucks a lot more because Jerry Remy literally was like the president of Red Sox Nation. Um, his voice and like just his upscale energy about the Red Sox in general was something was something that you could just feel watching uh, every night. On TV, um, he had a lot of great. He had a lot of great moments on the field and in the broadcast booth. Truly, truly an icon, and it was heart shattering yesterday. Uh, waking up to the news that he was no longer with us. A few weeks ago, Chris, he threw out the first pitch. Uh, I believe it was the Red Sox Yankees. Yeah, I think it was at the game. Uh, Red Sox Yankees. He threw out the first pitch a few weeks ago. Yeah, and that video started circling around again, and it's like it it really hits you hard as a Red Sox fan, like just seeing him look around, look around at Fenway because it it like it looks like like he knew that that, that was probably the last time he'll ever be at Fenway. Yeah, and like it 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 it, ju- it just hurts. Yeah, uh, it was a, it's a monumental loss, not just family. for the, not just for the Red Sox, but just for baseball in general. Everyone knew everyone knew and loved Jerry Remy, even you know years later. Uh, former like Yankee players that he went up against. Everyone loved Jerry Rem. Everyone loved the Rem Dog. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to miss you, Jerry. Um, Red Sox baseball literally is not going to be the same without you next year and 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 beyond. It's 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 going to be a tough adjustment. Yeah, prayers up to him and uh, his family. All right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's move on over to the NHL. Uh, the San Jose Sharks. My God, did they break my heart last week? <laughs> you know how I said, Chris, like last week. Oh, don't worry, there'll be something for me to complain about about them almost immediately. Of course. Yeah, don't. They went on a three-game losing streak. Yeah, I just gotta give all things time, man. Things go back to reality. Uh, they lost. You know, they lost four-three to the Bruins. I was at that game, like we talked about last week. They go to Nashville. They lose three one to the Predators, and then they host the Canadians and lose four nothing. So here I am thinking when they're playing Winnipeg on Saturday, I'm thinking, all right, we're gonna get we're gonna get our ass kicked. This is gonna suck. And then they and then they win they win this game actually. They suck you right back in. Yeah. So now they're doing just enough for me to make me believe again. Yeah, take it by a game by game basis. They're off to a better start than what you expected, and you know. Yeah, they're third in the Pacific right now, which you know that's at this time of year they're not they're not normally there. So no, it's 
it's always good to get wins early on. And you go from there. Exactly. Um, the, the game hero for the uh, Sharks in uh, the Winnipeg win was the one and only. I can find it. I believe it. It was I believe it was Hurdle, or it was Hurdle and Meyer because they were they were the ones who scored this game. Um, Google doesn't want to give me the exact of who sco- who uh, who scored it, but um, you know, Sharks are five and three on the air. Hurdle looks good. Uh, Meyer looks good. Um, you know, those are the two guys that we really need to look good, basically. Um, Burns and Carlson, they'll get there. They're, you know, they're doing their job. They're doing their job uh, as defensemen, but, you know, we'll, they'll, they'll get there eventually. Um, not much really yet to complain about other than the three-game losing streak with the Sharks, but um, so far, so far, so good. Third in the Pacific. You're contending in most games except for that Canadians game, which we don't talk about. Um, they have a... They host the Sabres tomorrow night, and then they play the Blues on the four, on the on November fourth. Which, by the way, I can't believe it's November already. Yeah. Uh, th- Christmas time, right, Chris? Yeah, it's right around the corner. Nope, it's starting now. Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, Sabres and Blues this week for the Sharks. Um, two winnable games. Let's yeah. only win these for my very, sake. Very and uh, yes, you know you can't can't really complain too much about the Sharks yet. What about the Rangers? What's good with them? Uh, like, like I spoke about briefly before, uh, co- coaching really matters in NHL, and uh, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Galan as a coach right now. He really seems to be having this team clicking on the clicking as a team. Uh, all of our lines seem to be pretty balanced. Um, we played terribly last night, actually, and we still won. Uh, Igor Shazurkin is an absolute stud. Um, the contract that they gave him right now is looking like a steal for the, having this guy for the next six years at 5.5 mil starting to look like an absolute steal. <laughs> and um, Adam Fox, I didn't think this guy could take a Norris season and get better, but here he is just every game. He's the best guy on the ice. And, you know, you see a lot of these guys you play against. It's nice to be able to have one of these guys of our own. And um, I feel like the offense still hasn't clicked. We're not clicking fully on offense yet, which is scary that we're still uh, winning these games early on. And um, like I was saying to one of my coworkers at work, in past years, the Rangers never started off hot. And then, you know, when you don't start off hot to start the year, it's important in hockey. It's kind of like baseball. You want to start off well because you don't want to dig, your, dig, dig a hole too deep where you're chasing teams the whole year. You want to be the teams that people are chasing. And uh, right now we're putting ourselves in a good spot. We're six two and one. Um, I can't wait till they're out of this West Coast game because I have a hard time staying up for these games. <laughs> Welcome but, uh, to my life of being a Sharks fan, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I- I'm loving what I'm seeing from this team. And uh, like I said, I went to the game on Friday night. That was the best game they played all year. And I'm looking forward to going and watching the Rangers all season long. All right, we liked. Uh, I like that. Um, yeah. And then. For, for the Boston fans out there that take a listen to us. Um, so you guys beat the Sharks. Screw you guys. And then you went on a little bit of a skid. You went on a two-game skid here. You lost 4-1 to the Panthers, which, by the way, screw the Panthers for the coaching decision they made in that game. And then 3 nothing against the Hurricanes. Absolutely just zero offense from the Bruins, or just uh, both these games. And then they played the Panthers again on Saturday. Um, they won 3-2 to in a shootout. Um if your name was Charlie, you were having a good day because Charlie yeah. McAvoy, Char- Charlie Coyle, they they just they took over in this game, gave the Bruins a three-two win. Um, they don't so like for some reason, Chris, the NHL does not like the Bruins having like too many games like consecutively or like within like a reasonable time. Um, <laughs> because Bruins right now they're they're four and three right now. They don't play till Thursday after playing on Saturday. Yeah, you know, the NHL is weird, and a lot of teams, like, they, early on in the year, they the schedule is always weird. Yeah, so once again, the Bruins have, like, an eternity between each game. So, um, so uh, that sucks, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. But uh, don't worry, though, Bruins fans. You know what they could be? You no, know, I got some good news for the Bruins fans. Should I, should I tell the Bruins fans the good news? Chris, do you think I should? Maybe. Well, I'm going to tell them the good news. I'm going to tell them that the Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by Exogun. You ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, yeah. get massage without having to leave the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, 
and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work, the gym, the trail, the ballpark, the, uh, the arena for the hockey games. And put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. Exogun is trusted by the pros to deliver in the ultimate recovery. Like I just said, you can even use it for percussion therapy. Now, I know what you're thinking out there. What the heck is percussion therapy? Yeah. Percussion therapy boosts muscle, fun- boosts mu- muscle function and, recover- and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid pulsating con- concentrated strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Now, here's the important part. Get 10% off of your, off of your order with the code CGS10 at checkout. That's the number 10. Comes with a charger and a carrying case. So go on out there today. Go get yourself an Exogun and treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice. Again, use the code CGS10, the number 10, for 10% off your order. No, not going to lie. I got, I, only I got a little tripped up right there. It's because Shams just tweeted out. This is, this actually works perfectly because we're about to talk about the Celtics. Um, so, Chris, we actually get to talk about something that just broke. Oh boy! I don't, this, ne- this never happens, Chris. Get excited. Us breaking news never. It's 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 not major, but I like to hear it though. But Grant, with the 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 Boston Celtics are picking up forward Grant Williams' fourth year rookie option. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Right. Grant Williams isn't going anywhere, basically. All right. The Celtics got to get together, but uh, it's a long season with them. Exactly. Like you just said, Chris, you know, you want to start so you're they, not chasing teams, but uh, they had they had they got, they got they had, We have the luxury of being in the East and not the West. Let's just say that. Oh, my God. So, like, obviously, I think you can agree on this right now, Chris. Obviously, most likely the NBA champion is going to come out of the West this year. I'd say so. Um, Celtics, though, probably won't be them this year. Um, they've been a yikes. Not going to lie, Chris. They've been a yikes. They got to learn how to close out games. Yeah. And uh, mystery throws keep coming back to haunt them. <sighs> so, yeah. let's see. Let's see. They, 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 got, they, they, blew, they beat the Hornets by 11 on the road like, in overtime. That's Barely. a solid win. All right. We, they also had it. They also had, let's see. Then they lost to the Wizards, and then they lost to the Wizards. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough losing back to back games to the same team. Not gonna lie, Chris. It's tough. It is, but like uh, you know what? It's, we're only we're only six games in. Uh, we need to get more production. Simple as that. From. Uh, everyone, Top, yeah. from from your stars, from bench players, we're not we're not getting enough production. So, should Marcus Smart be the starting point guard, Chris? We talked about this last week. I, probably not. No, he. I think he's better <laughs> off the bench. Thank you. I I just wanted to hear it again. That, yeah. That, I just wanted to hear it again. Um, Southern's got a tough road up it. Got a tough road ahead of them. Not gonna lie. Uh, next couple of games, they play the Bulls tonight at seven thirty. The Bulls are five and one to start the year. They look good. Yeah, they do. We talked. I talked about them early on in the year. I said I'm interested. That's one of the teams I was interested to see how they do. With yeah. All those additions. They're uh, they're doing good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they play the Magic. Um, take it or leave it with that one. And then they go. And then they're in Miami. Where they, I've already accepted the loss on that one. They're gonna spank. They are gonna spank us. That is a that is a very scary team right there. Miami, another team, when clicking on all cylinders, they're mm-hmm. gonna be. They're and then they team. go play Dallas, which like that's gonna suck because Luca. Yeah. And, and then, and then you got the Raptors and Bucks. So it's like, God, like, well, where's the next possible win here? We the, gotta, we gotta hope they can go on the run. <laughs> that's all I can it's say. Like the the Magic, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> At least, and then they got the Cavs like right after the Bucks. I'm not even confident they can they can uh, beat the Cavs right now. No easy sledding, that's for sure. No, no easy game coming up for the Celtics. Absolutely not. No they easy got, game at all. We'll see though. Let's hopefully they prove us wrong. Um, I'm not overreacting to the slow start. I'm not either, but it's it's a little con- it's just it's a tiny bit concerning. That's it. Just yeah, a tiny bit. Tiny Nothing bit. to be like freaking out about yet. But uh, you know. Like I said, we'll see. Um, 
college basketball starting up next week. And boy, oh boy, am I pumped for that, man. I was about to say, like, I was about uh, to tell you, like, yeah, I'll, you know, your, te- your team's back basically next Duke, week. Duke is loaded up this year. <laughs> and uh, they're loaded up to make one last run for Coach K. And uh, <laughs> what, what better way to start it off than playing Kentucky at MSG, Cameron North, uh, Coach K's last game at the Garden. It's going to be electric. Are you going to go? Nah, it's too late on a Monday. It's on the oh, Thursday. Really? <laughs> the game, game, game doesn't start to ten thirty. So. Oh my God, what? <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't pull that one off unless I had the day off of work. <laughs> but um, I'm pumped up to watch them get going. That, that should be fun to watch. But I got I got an actual NBA question for you, Chris. I want to okay. hear your thoughts on this. I'm ready. So, what do you think of the? Oh, and by the way, uh, Celtics also just picked up uh, Romeo Langford's option too, so they're both back. Um. The James Harden role. That's what I'm officially calling it. What do you think of it? I don't I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. Do you know what I'm uh, even talking about? How about that? Are you talking about his how he did everything with his trade? No, so I'm talking about the no. new rule that the NBA implemented this year. Oh, I haven't I'm not sure about that then. Okay. So the new rule basically, Chris, is that you know how like last year like, whenever James Harden would, like, shoot a three, he'd, like, lean into somebody. Yeah. He While he was shooting, down. he'd get the three every time. You can't do it anymore. Can't, you got to make a basketball move now to get those kind of calls. I James Harden's could... barely shooting at the line now. Trey Young's also complaining about it. These guys are basically – you got to, like, basically, like, be – like, make a basketball move now to do, in order to get fouls or in order to, like, basically score. Because yeah, – the way it should be. Yeah. It's the best – it's the best thing the NBA has done. In a very long time. Yeah. Um, James Harden hates it. Trey Young also doesn't like it. He sounded off against it. But it's like, you guys are getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball. Go do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Stop trying to uh, do a little bit of acting while you're playing. No. Like, like, like the NBA is, is really cracking down on it this year. Because last year, there was just too many interruptions into the game last year. Like, there was some... I didn't even know this, because I looked it up. There were some games last year that were like four and a half, almost five hours long last year. Yeah. Like the NBA doesn't want that. They want they want it like three, you, three and a half, and you're done. Have you seen the um, city uniforms, Matt? They just dropped today. I actually, I actually did just take a look at them. Pretty, pretty cool. Some oh pretty my cool god, ones. dude! Some of the, some of these, some of these, um, some of these jerseys, man. Like, oh my goodness, some of these are really good. And then some of these are really bad. <laughs> yeah. What? Did, uh, what? what uh, which ones do you think? Are, which ones do you think are good? I really, I'd say my favorite one is the Nets. You like? I yeah, just reminds, it looks like it looks it like rem- the New Jersey Nets, like one. Yeah, right? it reminds me of the old school, like Jason Richard, Kidd, Richard, Richard Jefferson, Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought the um, Houston Rockets uniforms are pretty cool too. It reminds me of when like Yao Ming was on the team. Oh, where's Houston's? I'm looking at them all at once. I've got to find then, Houston's. Uh, I thought the Bucks were pretty cool with the yeah. little with their striped sides. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Which ones well, do you not like? Because there's there's one I really like. Or there's a few that I really uh, like, and then there are some where okay. I'm like, oh my god, these are awful. OKC is pretty awful. Yeah, I don't like the Thunder one. Um, the Wizards like, is ugly. You, you don't like the Wizards one? No, I like, like the Wizards. It's just like all their other ones. I don't. I'm not a fan of the Celtics. You don't like the Celtics one? I like the Celtics one. It's better okay, than what just, they had last year. Yeah, it just, it just looks like a regular greens, though. I wish they would come up with something cooler. Yeah. I, I like the Spurs. Spurs is pretty cool. Spurs. I do like the Spurs one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Houston looks cool. Um, yeah. Uh, Cleveland sucks. I don't know if you saw the Cleveland one. That one's terrible. Yeah, Chicago's awful. I mean, Chicago looks like what? Like It looks like they're some of their old ones. Yeah. Like really old ones. <laughs> Atlanta Hawks um, one's pretty cool with that big liter- hawk. Literally, like the Suns one is literally what they wear all the time, so there's nothing different about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else do we got? Uh, what do you think of the Miami one? Because they they're always in conversation for the best ones. Yeah, it's a little wild. The lettering's pretty sweet, but I, yeah, I'm not too wild about it. I, the the Knicks you know, the Knicks look sharp. That black. One a lot. I'd say my top hard. three favorites are probably the Clippers. I like that. I just like that color. Yeah. The Clippers one. I like the Hawks one. That one's pretty damn cool. 
and I like the uh, the the uh, Raptors. Those are the three that I really like the most. Yeah. Um, the Bucks one's kind of cool. It kind of like, you know, it looks like they're old school. They have some of the purple in there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Late Lakers one's pretty cool. I like that. They Lakers and Celtics one's very similar. Yeah. Uh, the 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 uh, the Hornets one that one's pretty clean too, and so are the Warriors. There's some nice ones. Better there's than some last really, year. they actually there's some pretty nice ones, and yeah. then there's some ones that just weren't nice. <laughs> yeah, it's way like that Pacers one. What the heck is that one? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or uh, the Mavericks one. Like, what the heck is that? You <laughs> you <laughs> Utah's is literally what they wear all the time. Um, Timberwolves one. Um, look, it's. Looks like what they used to wear back in the day, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Overall, these are pretty cool. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought I would bring that up quick. I no, I dude. Uh, I'm a, you, you and I are big Jersey people. You know, it's, yeah. It's an important topic. Hey. I thoroughly enjoyed them. <laughs> um. So let's get into college football now. Now that now that we're done fantasizing over jerseys, um. Auburn pulled an upset this weekend. They beat they beat number ten in the nation, uh, Ole Miss, thirty one twenty. What's the final? Guess who had a good game, Chris? Guess who actually looked like an actual quarterback this week? Bo Nix. Bo Nix. He went twenty two for thirty, two hundred and seventy six yards, and he threw a touchdown. Wow. No picks from him. Wow. And a uh, Tank Bigsby, twenty three carries, hundred forty yards, and a touchdown. And plus, Bo Nix also ran into touchdowns as well. So, guess who had himself finally a good game? Bo Nix. Bo Nix looked like an actual quarterback. It's about <laughs> damn time. It's good stuff. Um, big story in this game, though. Matt Corral went down with an injury. Um, he was not the same after that injury. He went 21 of 37, 289, zero touchdowns at a pick. Not, we'll see what happens with him um, because he was the Heisman favorite, in my opinion. We'll, we'll see if he still keeps that status or not. Yeah, things are starting to get very interesting in college football. Mm-hmm. Speaking of interesting college football, did you see this Michigan-Michigan State game this weekend? I did. What a game. What a game this was. Um, absolute, I absolutely love – this game was just unbelievable to watch. You, Back you, and forth. You know, Chris, I hate Michigan State with a passion. With an absolute passion. They looked good this weekend. Yeah, they they uh they did what was needed to close out that game. Michigan had plenty of opportunities to win that game, and they continued to blow it. I mean, in, in typical John Har- Harbor fashion. <laughs> I mean, when when you give up when you're Kenneth Walker and you score five touchdowns as a running back and you rush for all of them, you should win this game. <laughs> wow, right. twenty three carries, one ninety seven, five touchdowns. Kenneth Walker had a Heisman moment this weekend. It's like mad um, numbers. Absolutely, this get absolutely balled out in this game. Uh, Michigan also balled out too, in a way. Uh, Kate, uh, Kate what whatever his stupid last name is, twenty-eight for forty-four, three eighty-three, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, r- rushing game wasn't really there, um, and then and then the uh, their number one receiver, uh, Andre, Andre Anthony, six receptions, one fifty-five. Two touchdowns. He was averaging twenty, almost twenty-six yards per reception. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> uh, thirty-three, thirty-seven, uh, thirty-seven, thirty-three is the final. Michigan State won this. Uh, as Chris just said, John Harbaugh sucks. Uh, you know, he, he he just can't like complete like a good season with Michigan. No. Um, speaking of sucks and frauds, uh, the Iowa, the Iowa Hawkeyes are complete frauds. Yep. Uh, they were number nine going into this weekend. They were playing unranked uh, Wisconsin. They lost 27 to, 27 to 7. Yeah, fraud. They suck. And Wisconsin's not good this year. No, Wisconsin's not that good either this year. But, you know, sure, lose by 20 to an unranked Wisconsin team, Iowa, when you're number nine in the nation. I'm surprised you're even still ranked after this. Legit. Oh, my God. So there are new rankings, too. Uh, we'll, go over the, we'll, we'll just go over the top 10, uh, not bore everybody with the top 25. Because we won't go over all of them, Chris, just because tomorrow night is the first official college football playoff rankings. Come yeah. out, first ones come out tomorrow night. So the AP top 25, they only matter for like today, basically. Agreed. Uh, um, 
So the rankings now are Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma, Michigan State, Ohio State, Oregon, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Um, Auburn's number 12 in the nation now. Um, so who do you think – so if I was the committee right now, Chris, I would put Georgia at one. I'm going to keep Cincinnati at two. I don't care what every ESPN personality says. Alabama is not the number two team in the nation. I would just keep – I would put – and I would put Alabama at three, and I would put Michigan State at four. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Like, just because I don't think Oklahoma should be number four in the nation. Yeah, they got Caleb Williams, but like Spencer Rattler exists on that team, so no. Yeah. Uh, so let's head into the NFL, wrap things up. We got a fun little thing to do in the NFL today, too, Chris. Oh yeah. Ho- hope hope you have your uh, hope you have your answers ready for the for the thing that I sent you last night. <laughs> See if I did my homework. Let's, I'm, I'm excited, but before, we got to talk about the Patriots yesterday. They went into L.A. and took down the L.A. Chargers. 27-24 was the final. Uh, not going to lie, this was not Mac Jones' best game. It wasn't. It's okay, though. He's a rookie. He's going to he's gonna have games where it's going to be a little, uh, but in a winning fashion. Um, 18 of 35, 218, no touchdowns, no picks. Damian Harris had a touchdown off of 23 carries and 80 yards. Uh, top receiver in this game was Nelson Aguilar, three receptions for 60 yards. Um, you know, they, they, Patri- the Patriots, they got it done. A win's a win, right? Yeah. Uh, the Char- Char- uh, Chargers, four and three on the year now. Patriots are four and four on the year. Um, can't really can't really say much more. This was this was just a typical Belichick like. You know, defense go out and go do your job, and uh, and the Patriots' offense will take care of it from there. Um, yeah. Justin Herbert threw a pick six, so that was nice to Adrian Phillips, the former Charger. Um, Herbert also went eighteen of thirty-five, two hundred twenty-three yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, Eckler okay. had a touchdown. Eckler had a touchdown. Uh, Keenan Allen also had a touchdown, and Josh Palmer, some rookie, had a touchdown. Yeah, that was um, game. Huh. Not his best game, Herbert. No, definitely not. They've been on a slide since that Baltimore game. They have. <coughs> so it is what it is for them. Up next for the Patriots, Stephon Gilmore and the Carolina Panthers. That'll be a fun one. Right, Chris? Yes. All right. Um, something to do that I want to bring up. You, you can say if you want to. Uh, so yesterday, Calvin Ridley... Uh, it was announced like very like maybe like not that long before the game his game started was that he was going to be out for a, a personal matter, and everyone on Twitter was like, "All right, what the hell's going on?" During the game, Calvin Ridley released a statement saying he's taking time away from the game to focus on his mental health. I applaud him for that. Yeah. You know, at, at, you know not, not a lot of athletes they choose they choose mental they choose their mental health over being on the field. He's prioritizing something that's very important. And I just want to commend him for that. Absolutely. Um, so I hope hope he takes all the time he needs. Hope he can come back and be the same dominant Calvin Ridley that we've all been able to watch during his time in Atlanta. All right. Now we're going to get into this, Chris. So last night, Chris and I texted Chris last night. I was like, all right, Chris, it's, you know, we're, we're officially through eight weeks now in the season. We got to do our midseason awards. So... The midseason awards we're going to be doing our MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Most Surprising Team this year, Most Disappointing Team this year, and a team, and, and a and a team that could that might be able to ch- turn it around in the second half, and might be able to make a playoff push. So we're going to start with the most important award, award of them all, Coach of the Year. Chris, who is your Coach of the Year? I'm very interested to hear this. Uh... I don't know his name, but the guy who coaches the Bengals. Dude, that was mine too. Zach yeah. Taylor. No brainer. That that's a no brainer there. Because typically coach of the year goes to it goes to like whoever, whatever coach turned an organization around, basically. That's yeah. Zach Taylor this year. He's been the Bengals, yeah, they had a bad loss yesterday, but they're still a good team. They are. All right, now let's go to MVP. Who do you got? Kyler Murray. Correct. I also have Kyler Murray. All right, this is going – I have a feeling we might have a lot of the same here. Uh, Kyler sure. Murray this year, he's thrown for 2,276 yards, 17 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. 
Uh, quarterback rating overall is a 110.4. Completion rating on the season is 72.7. He's been he's just been unbelievable to watch. Remarkable. <laughs> that that's really the best word to describe it right there. Who's your um, offensive rookie of the year? Feeling with the same person. Yeah, it's another no-brainer. Jamar Chase. Yep, Jamar Chase. Me too. I know there's some Patriots fans out there who might be screaming to the heavens right now. Um, what about Mac Jones? Yeah, he's been great so far, but he's not rookie of the year. Um, he uh, 38 receptions, 786 yards, seven touchdowns. Um, you know, there was a lot of concern about him after the preseason, Chris. I don't know if you remember that because he was having a lot yeah. of drops during the preseason. Yeah, yeah that 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 doesn't exist anymore. No, no. He's been he's been you know he's kind of been a big reason why the Bengals have been so successful this year. Don't get me wrong. Joe Joe Burrow is you know obviously like the main reason, um, but Jamar Chase is Joe Burrow's number one target. Yeah, he opened up the field for everyone else in that running game. He did. He really did. Um, who's your defensive rookie of the year? This one I couldn't come up with. Why? Because the choice is so obvious, but you didn't want to admit it? Yeah. Was it Micah Parsons? Because mm. he's a cowboy? I had to give it to someone. He would be uh, at the top. Well, let me put it to you this way. As a rookie, he has 42 uh, combined tackles. Uh, he's assisted on 12 of them. He has two and a half sacks this year. Um, you know, He's been a problem. This, a good problem uh, for the Cowboys to have this year. Um, he's kind of the big reason why they he's he's a big reason why their defense has been in a complete shambles like we all thought it would be. Um, he's been great. He's been great to watch this year. It's unfortunate he's a Cowboy, but you know at the end of the day, I do love me some Micah Parsons. I'm glad he's succeeding yeah. so far. Guy, in short guy's year. a baller. Guy is a baller. Who is your offensive player of the year? We might have the same person here. Offensive player, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Kyler Murray potentially again. You okay? Pick someone else. You can't do that. Well, Want me to go first, and then you can think of somebody while I go. Sure. I have Tom Brady as my offensive player of the year this year. Uh, through, through halfway through the season, uh, Brady, two thousand six hundred fifty yards, twenty five touchdowns, five interceptions, quarterback rating of one hundred eight point six. Completion rating is 67.3. Yeah, he didn't have the world's greatest game yesterday against the Saints, but he cannot play against the Saints unless it's in the playoffs for some reason. Brady, this Brady's numbers this year, like it, it, it looks like he's just in his prime still. He's having an unbelievable year with the Bucs. Um, for a while, early on in the season, made me, made me think, all right, this team's definitely going to, you know, they might run it back. I'm starting to think they might not, not now, just because of, how he played. Um, but overall, Brady's just having another unbelievable season. Yeah, he's good. Are you just going to double down on my Brady, Brady no, one? No, uh, I guess before his injury, I would I'd probably say Derrick Henry, even though he got injured now. So his season's up in, in the air now. But mm-hmm. uh, Derrick Henry was very uh, – he was an, on pace to have a historical season. I like that. All right. Yeah. Good, good pick. And by the way, I was going to pick Derrick Henry until that injury came up to that crest. I bet. Let's, let's talk about that really quick before we get into the rest of the awards. All right, so what do you think, Chris? What the heck, right? <laughs> yeah, just unfortunate for a team that finally seemed to be getting over the hump. Um, uh, we'll see. No, you obviously can't replace that production. And no. uh, it's just very, very unfortunate. Um, he's just great for the game of football. I agree. Um, if he truly is out for the rest of the season with this broken bone in his foot, um, they're going to have to become more of a passing team and maybe trade for their season. Their season's over if they, yeah. if Derrick Henry can't play for the rest of the year. Their season's over. Yeah, yeah, they're five and two right now. They probably will still make the playoffs just because the AFC South is pretty weak. But they're not going to go on the run that we all thought they probably that we all were thinking that they would. Yeah. They're they're in they're they're in trouble right they are in trouble right now in Tennessee. Anyways, defensive player of the year, who you got? Defensive player of the year, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with um, what you call it, T.J. Watt. You like T.J. Watt? I think he's he's gonna continue to 
he's producing for our team that's not that good. I like I like that. I got Miles Garrett. Yeah, another guy has been a beast. Uh, thirty-one combined tackles, eleven assisted, ten and a half sacks this year. Yeah, there's a lot of good guys out there. You could go Aaron Donald. It's it's yeah. the four years. There's usual. a lot of contenders, but I honestly the four think, usual. I honestly think Miles Garrett has just been overall the best player on defense this year. I know Trayvon Diggs has had his streak snapped last night, but you know it's tough to give it to a to a defensive back that also gets burned often. So. Agreed. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Chris? Yes. All right. Uh, most surprising team this year. Who do you got? I mean, team no that has just, just straight up surprised you this year. Bengals. The Bengals? I like yeah, – they're 5-3. Yeah, the, the, ba- the Bengals give me hope as a Giants fan. <laughs> maybe maybe you can turn things around. <laughs> yeah, they're 5-3. and three. They had a bad loss yesterday. But 5-3, and three, they've looked good. Um, can't really say much more. No. My surprising team is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I they have no business get... being six and one. <laughs> yeah. Or seven and one, whatever. I think they're six and one. They had their bye. They, so they, six they, and one. They... Now, don't get me wrong. Cowboys are good. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Giant fan, but they do seem to pull a lot of games out of their asses. But you know what? Good teams pull games out, and they're a good team. Like last night, for example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was not expecting that kind of a game last night from Cooper Rush last night. <laughs> Nah, but it is what it is. Um, I'm sure they'll choke in typical Cowboys fashion, and uh, we'll have a field day with that. <laughs> I have them as a top five team in the NFL right now, Chris. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, most disappointing team. You and I might have the same one here. Obviously the Chiefs. Yeah. Three and four. Um, well, Holmes the is having a down year. Giants um, beat them know. tonight. They're in trouble. Yeah. If they, if, yeah, if they lose to you guys tonight, like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> we'll see. Oh man, they got a horrible defense. So I do think we could put up points. It's going to come down if our defense cannot contain them. And then, who's a team that can be a contender in the second half to make a serious playoff push? Yeah, I'm gonna let you go first on this one, Ace. All right. Well, I'm 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 gonna be that guy. I'm gonna roll with the New England Patriots. <laughs> They're riding high on a two-game win streak, right? Here's the, well, here's the thing in general right now, Chris. Okay, I know who I'm taking. All right, here, here's the thing in general this year about the Patriots, Chris. Ready? Most of the, their – that first game against Miami, they were going to win that game if Damian Harris doesn't fumble. The Saints game, yeah, they got they just simply got outplayed in that game. The Bucks, they're a bad coaching decision away from winning that game. The Cowboys, they're a bad coaching decision away from winning that game. Should have, could have, would have. They can contend, basically. They, yeah, they can contend could, with teams this year. You They're can say by... that about a lot of teams. I could say the same thing about the Giants games. They should have won. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is what it is. I do think the Patriots can make a, a push if they continue to play how I saw them play the last couple of weeks. Their upcoming schedule, is they got the Panthers. Favorable. They got the Browns. They got the Falcons. Those are their next three games. Those are three very winnable games. They got to take care of what's ahead of them. Those are three winnable games. Very winnable games. And I I think they can win all three. Wouldn't surprise me if they did. If they win all three side of things, and then all of a sudden they're starting, and then then they have a two-game stretch right after the three where it's like, all right, it's going to be tough because it's the Titans and the Bills. But then they got the Colts right after. They can beat the Colts. Yeah. Then they got the Bills again, and then they got the Jaguars and Dolphins, who they can beat. So potentially, maybe three more losses on the year. Potentially two if they can if they can steal one from Buffalo, or or yeah. if they can beat Tennessee. Yeah, we'll see. Tennessee could be vulnerable now, so time will tell. Exactly. So who's your team? For me, I'm going to go with the Colts, and a big factor in me picking the Colts is here we go. They are a very good team, as you know. I'm high on the Colts, and they're playing some good football. They lost a tough one yesterday, and I think. With this Derrick Henry, with this Derrick Henry injury, that division is going to be wide open, and I think they could slide right in there. All right, I like that. Yeah, so that's I one like team that. that can make it run. All right, yeah, let's review. Close things out. Let's review week eight. This was a fun week. <laughs> it was. Uh, back on Thursday night, the Packers hand the Cardinals their first loss of the year. Twenty four twenty one was the final. What the heck was AJ Green looking at? He was seeing ghosts. <laughs> Yikes. 
<laughs> That's right. Um, Panthers beat the Falcons 19-13. Um, big story in this game. Sam Darnold went out with a concussion. We'll see. We'll see what the status is of him. Yeah. Titans beat the Colts 34-31 in overtime yesterday. Obviously, the big news is Derrick Henry is potentially out, most likely out for the year. Um, yeah, <laughs> not much more you can say about that. Time the, time the weather this storm. Bills, they, Bills and Dolphins yesterday, they got off to a very slow start against each other. It was three to three in the third quarter. Boring game. And then the yeah, and then the Bills took off in the second half. They won twenty six to eleven. Yeah, boring game. Yeah. Um, Mike White leads the New York Jets to a 34-31 victory over the hottest team in the AFC, the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Comical. Mike White threw for over 400 yards in this game. Comical. Uh, Steelers beat the Browns 15-10. The game sucked. <laughs> uh, uh, two ugly teams. Speaking of two ugly teams, the Eagles blew out the Lions 44-6. Joke. <laughs> um, two, uh, Rams Beat the Texans 38-22. I mean. Uh, Steamrolled. I mean. <laughs> it's expected. <laughs> yep. Uh, 49ers beat the Bears 33-22. By choice, I had to watch this game yesterday. Good, it, good game. it was a good game, actually, towards the end. I thought it was competitive. It sucked until the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pages beat the Chargers 27-24. Big road win for them. Big win. Uh, Seahawks beat the, beat the Jaguars 31-7. Um, you know, the Gino Smith guy ain't that bad. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Seahawks. It's got a weather storm there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints beat the Bucks 36 27. Tom Brady loves throwing pick sixes against the Saints. Yeah, ugly game for him in the Bucks. Uh, Broncos beat Washington 17 10. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cowboys beat the Vikings last night 20 16. Cooper Rush, his first career start. Leads the Cowboys down the field on a game-winning drive to take the, to take down Minnesota and prove the six and one on the air. How about them Cowboys? Okay, that hurt. That hurt me a lot to say that, Chris. Just, just so you I know. can only imagine. And then tonight, Monday night football, the New York Football Giants and the Kansas City Chiefs. Chris, who you got? <laughs> Be if, if, if I if if I think that the Giants could actually win, um, yes, I know I'm a Giant fan, so I could be a little biased here, but um, <laughs> you got the Giants the in an Chiefs, upset. Uh, no, I I know I am going to pick the Chiefs to win, but I think the Giants keep it closer than people think. But it's all the it's all going to depend if uh, Kadarius and Chet play. If if they play and give Jones some more weapons on offense, I do believe that we could put up some points. Okay. Well, I'm also gonna go with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure your girlfriend is with, more, with, than, with, happy, with my luck, more than happy to hear that. With my luck, this is the week the Chiefs get it together. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? But I'm sure your girlfriend appreciates that we're both rolling with the Chiefs tonight. Yeah. Um, should be a good one. Um, that's it, guys, for this week. Another good one in the books. Yeah. Um, remember to head on over to CouchGuysSports.com. Check out all the latest uh, articles and podcasts related to the world of sports and entertainment. And remember to keep washing your hands, wear your mask, social distance, and call out all the Karens. We will see you guys right back here next week.